Hello everyone and welcome to United Journal's first ever podcast talking Manchester United. As you can all see, this series will cover all you need to know regarding Manchester United, including match previews and reviews, post-match reactions, transfer news and interviews with reputed journalists. So make sure to listen and subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss any episodes when we drop them in the future. We know you are already vexed with United's transfer strategy this summer. So today, let's start our pod venture with some of the questions that you have all put forward via Twitter. So the first question we've picked out is from Reese Holy, who asked, what do you think the long-term targets will be for United since the board aren't willing to back Oli? Well, this is a good question, Reese, And it's true that our board have failed to back our manager so far in the transfer window, even after Solskjaer reportedly made the club's hierarchy aware about his transfer targets. Manchester United have made just one signing so far in the form of Donny van der Beek from Ajax. And although he improves the squad, he helps add much-needed balance to the squad depth. He isn't enough for United to improve on the third-place finish in the Premier League last year. If we are speaking of long-term targets, James Sancho has always been the topmost in this list. And we all know that he is a player who Oli and his assistants have looked at since last year. But sadly, he still isn't a red devil as of yet. So we think the model of a low-cost and high-potential player will be the approach given the board's penny-pinching mentality, despite being the third-richest club in the world and the richest in England. Therefore, we believe other long-term targets will be of a similar profile. We know Oli wants Super Meccano of Bundesliga outfit RB Leipzig, as he's looking for someone solid in the centre-half area, and he's looking for someone who can pair with Maguire. Though there have been talks with United possibly pursuing the French defender, He's unlikely to come to Manchester United at least this window. United possibly will again re- revisit this next summer, when his release clause will only be €42 million, Euros, which is definitely a well-valued price considering his high ceiling and qualities. Talking of other targets, there's definitely need of a striker up front, as Manchester United wanted to sign the first Erling Haaland and then Josh King in January, but instead ended up signing Odin Agallo on loan, who will again most likely depart the club in January. So United definitely will try to sign a striker either in January or next summer. Now moving on to the next question from Ardit Sharda, who asked, How confident are you that Manchester United will sign Sancho, Tellez and the centre-back in the same transfer window? And unsurprisingly, this has been revolving in most of our minds, so we will try to explain it in our words. Well, confident is a word that we should forget about Manchester United's transfers. You will be betrayed by the incompetent board every time if you feel confident or have hopes about any transfer. In all honesty, the only deal that looks close to happening is Alex Tellers, who is pushing to leave the club and according to information from the Guardian's Jamie Jackson, the Brazilian left-back is now urging Porto to lower their demands so that he can join United. So this deal looks likely to happen this window. Now, if we talk about Sancho, as the transfer expert Fabrizio Romano said, it's a complicated deal as of now. And it is at a standstill now, as Manchester United don't want to meet the €120 million Euros asking price set by Dortmund for the English winger. And therefore, hopes are fading away about this move to materialise with each passing day. We still hope and believe that Jane Sancho will come to Old Trafford before the deadline of the 5th of October. So let's see what happens in the next 10 days. As far as a centre-back is concerned, though, that was a priority at the beginning of the window. But that's highly unlikely now, as United need to sell the likes of Smalling, Phil Jones and Marcus Rojo before we can start thinking about signing anyone else.
Now we will summarise the situations regarding the players who are heavily linked with a move to Old Trafford on the ongoing transfer window, as most of your questions have been the same. You will all want to know what's going on with Sancho, Tellez and other deals, so first up, we will talk about what has been the talk of not just Manchester, but the whole world for months, that whether Jane Sancho will join Manchester United this summer or not. We know that every one of you is in a pool of doubt and confusion over whether Sancho will eventually be a United player. So we will discuss in detail about what's unfolded so far regarding this transfer saga, from the beginning till today, and what is the present scenario involving it. After that, we will turn our attention to the situation involving Porto left-back Alex Telles, who has been tipped for a move to the Premier League for quite some time now. Moving on from here, we will discuss United's centre-back priority, and some outgoings such as Chris Smalling, Sergio Romero, Phil Jones, Lingard, Andreas Pereira and Diego Dalot. So let's continue today's discussions about the most coveted player this transfer window, Borussia Dortmund and England forward Jadon Sancho. It's nothing new that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wants to add a proper right winger to his squad and Jadon Sancho tops that list. Manchester United were first linked to the Dortmund forward back in March last year. The transfer couldn't materialise last summer, firstly because of the fact that Dortmund didn't want to sell him, and secondly, we couldn't offer him what we currently can, the prospect of playing in the elite club competition, the UEFA Champions League. Almost over one and a half years have passed, and now we are currently the only horse in the race for the sensational English winger. Links have been made more concrete, and it looked at a certain point that we were finally close to wrapping up the signing, but it's never been a smooth journey. The whole transfer saga has undertaken a protracted topsy-turvy path and unfortunately to our dismay this has now become a serious question amongst the fans whether we will be able to see Sancho in a red shirt this summer. You all must have been perplexed after hearing the numerous updates from the internet and social media platforms such as Twitter, Instagram and Facebook so we will now try to summarise the current situation regarding the player and what's going on between the two clubs. Speculations already started from a few weeks before the transfer window began, in the last week of July this term, and with the passage of days, the link started getting stronger and stronger. We were all getting excited, thinking about Jane Sancho signing for us. Christian Falk, head of Bild, the most reliable person when it comes to German club news, published that Borussia Dortmund were, at, were willing to accept the £108 million in instalments, and on August the 3rd, for the very first time, the whole fan base erupted, when the transfer guru Fabrizio Romano tweeted out that negotiations between Manchester United and Dortmund regarding Jane Sancho were at an advanced stage. And the very next day, he again brought out that Jane Sancho has agreed personal terms with United and we were also close to agreeing a fee with Dortmund, which stood at £90 million as the upfront fee, coupled with another 18 performance-related add-ons. It seemed like the days were numbered for Sancho to become a Red Devil. But then, this dream remained a dream. The English media at the same time stated a rather unpleasant story that Manchester United were never close to agreeing a fee with Dortmund due to the German club's insistence on being paid the full £108 million as a guaranteed fee without any potential add-ons included. And they were also facing problems in agreeing personal terms and agent fees with his representatives. To be honest, literally everyone took this piece of news with a pinch of salt as Fabrizio already told us that personal terms and agent fees were completely agreed so it was considered a usual brief, which is part of the club's transfer strategies, and it wasn't something that we haven't faced before. Somehow, things started going downhill from here. The reliable British media and journalists kept saying that Manchester United were not close to agreeing a fee with Dortmund on personal terms with Jadon Sancho. 
and that the club hierarchy considered the £108 million asking price to be unrealistic due to the financial impact caused by the pandemic. Amidst all these unwelcoming news, Dortmund Sporting Director Michael Zorc gave a blow in a press conference held after the abatory deadline of the 10th of August, in which he declared that James Sancho will not leave them this summer, and that his contract was secretly extended until 2023. Days kept passing by, and the German media too became silent over the whole issue, whereas the English media kept on babbling the same recycled story again and again. Fabrizio stick to his point that United have a full agreement with the player and his representatives, and had to agree a transfer fee with Dortmund. He also further added that Dortmund weren't intending to budge any lower than the £108 million asking price they had set for the winger at the start of the window. A month passed on from then, and hopes of signing Jadon Sancho were slowly fading away. As usual, we grew frustrated and angry and annoyed at the club's lack of ambition and extremely poor approach in the transfer market, despite being the third most valuable club in the world. James Keeper from Sky now reported that agent fees and personal terms were holding up any progress in the deal, and once they're resolved, United won't have any issue about agreeing a a fee structure with Dortmund. This certainly aroused our hopes once again, as he is one of the most reliable as he has direct contact with sources inside the club. A few days later, Duncan Castles again claimed that Manchester United are finally confident of sealing a move for the 20-year-old forward, and his move had been delayed as he had some clauses in his current contract with the Germans from which he was due to receive his bonuses and such stuff. And then, as you all know, a couple of days ago, James Ducker from The Telegraph dropped the bomb out of nowhere that the impasse regarding the personal terms and agent fees had finally been resolved, and United now are left with a green fee of brushy adornment. This piece of information was further backed by the notable figures in the British media, subsequently named Rob Dawson, Simon Stone and others, who all claimed that a breakthrough had been made in talks with the players' agents, and now the deal is finally looking to head in the right direction after a month of drama. Now, when they bring out this type of news, it surely means that the club is briefed once again about the same, and we can fairly agree that if United wanted the world to know of the news, then surely no coming back from there, as they previously threatened to. All that remains now is agreeing a fee with Dortmund, and we think it will be resolved if not soon, it will surely be solved by the end of the transfer deadline on the 5th of, of October. Dortmund is now asking to be paid the €120 million Euros as fully guaranteed according to Fabrizio, and the club may bid for Sancho in the remaining days, so what we can do best is to wait and hope for good news to come. Now, let's shift our attention to the situation that has developed concerning our left-back position within the squad. Manchester United were primarily wanting to bring in a centre-back to pair with captain Harry Maguire, but their attention seemed to shift to the left-back position. Alex Tellers is not a new name in this regard though, as he has been linked with United for the last one or two summers. Rumours about Alex Tellers are now much stronger. After a regular deal collapsed due to Tottenham's interference, Manchester United seem to have shifted their focus onto Porto's most valuable asset. It's no secret that Manchester United are in discussions with Porto about signing Tellers as it's already been confirmed by the reliable Fabrizio Romano and others after reports emerged from Portugal. He has tweeted out that Manchester United have been in discussions with the Portuguese club for the last few days to sign him, and that the players' camp are hopeful that an agreement will be reached between the two clubs with around €25 million, Euros, whereas his colleague at The Guardian, Jamie Jackson, put out that news saying that the Brazilian has urged his club to lower their demands to United, as he believes that the €20 million Euros fee is unrealistic, and United also have a similar stance on the matter, who, consider, who considered a fee of €12 million to be justified given the player is in his last year of his contract and will be free to talk to the clubs in January. Again, 
As James Ducker from the Telegraph reported, United are haggling over a fee for the left-back now too, and hence we can only hope that we get this deal over the line as soon as possible. Now, let's move on to the whispers that we have been hearing regarding the centre-back position. We know that Solskjaer wants to strengthen his squad this summer, and the centre-back role is one of the positions he's looking to develop. In the earlier days of the window, Villarreal's Pau Torres, Monaco's Benoit Badiashil were the ones being mentioned in the same sentence as United. And then after a few weeks, it was reported by Mohamed Bouhafsi that Monaco rejected an offer of €25 million Euros for their youngster Badiashil, as their manager Nico Kovac wants a young Frenchman in his squad next season, and they would only sell him if they get a Martial-like offer from United, so this chapter was closed then and there only. A few days on from it, just after the Champions League had ended, Manchester United's name was being associated with Leipzig and French defender Deo Upamecano, when Fabrizio Romano reported at the Old Trafford Club, and rightly after, ESPN reported that Manchester United were willing to spend around €40 million Euros to secure the Frenchman, and this info was further backed by Paul Hurst from the Times. You all must have been absolutely delighted about the prospect of getting a player of his potential, until Christian Falk shut down the rumours. RB Leipzig manager Julian Nagelsmann then publicly announced that the defender won't be sold this summer, and hence everything became quiet. The English media reported that though Ole wants to sign a centre-back this summer, and rate Super Meccano as the perfect partner for Harry Maguire at the back, it seems unlikely that we will sign anyone. The final update came from the transfer guru, Fabrizio Romano, who was told that there is a possibility that Manchester United will try to sign a centre-back this summer, only if they can get Rojo and Smalling off their books. Our opinions are, we won't sign Upamecano from the German club, as it has been too late now and United are believed to be prioritising moves for Sancho and Tellers. But given the fluidity of the transfer market, you never know what's coming your way. That's all for today, as far as incomings to United are concerned. Now let's turn our focus on the possible outgoings for the club this summer. The most likely to leave United this summer is Chris Smalling, who spent the last season on loan at Rome with AS Roma. This has also been a story for the last few months, as we all know that Roma wanted to agree a fee with United to get him on a permanent basis before the Europa League resumed after the restart. But it wasn't meant to be, as their offer was considered too short by the officials at Old Trafford. Since, things have changed. Roma have now got new owners, whose arrival have again accelerated the negotiations for the 30-year-old English defender. It was being reported from Italy that a deal was close to conclusion one or two weeks ago, which was further confirmed by Fabrizio Romano. He clarified that Roma had agreed personal terms with Chris Smalling, and they have offered to pay €12 million Euros for the player, but United are holding out for €20 million. According to him, this offer was rejected by United, and therefore Roma are now preparing a second bid for the England defender. Next up to leave the club is Marcus Rojo, who has returned this summer after a short, unfruitful loan spell in his country at Estudiantes. Fabrizio has confirmed that Manchester United are looking to get him off their books this summer, and he has already been offered to a number of clubs, including those in Italy and Spain. He is most likely to leave before the October the 5th deadline. Others who are rumoured to leave are Phil Jones, Lingard, Andreas Pereira and Diego Dalla. Phil Jones was linked with a switch to the North East as United legend and current Newcastle manager Steve Bruce was looking to sign him for €12 million Euros this transfer window, but then he seemed to have shifted his focus elsewhere, so the move never happened. Our belief is that Jones will stay at United until January, as no club will look to send a player who is out injured till November. Next in our discussion is the young Portuguese player Diego Della, who arrived under Jose Mourinho's regime two years ago. He looked like a good prospect in his first days at Manchester United, but injuries have now pushed him down the pecking order, and after the arrival of Aaron Wan-Bissaka last summer, his first-team chances have lessened. 
Solskjaer doesn't seem to have him in his plans this season, so he might look to lead the club as he's been reported to have concerns over his lack of playtime. PSG were interested in him, but that's surely not an option anymore after they signed Florenzi from Roma. The other clubs that have been mentioned to be in the race for him are Everton and Lille. Barcelona were thought to be interested in a deal for the Portuguese under their former manager, but their stance has now changed under current boss Ronald Koeman, who doesn't have the lot as one of his targets this summer. Duncan Castles, who has proven to have reliable sources when Portuguese players are concerned, recently published the fact that Delot will most probably leave the club on loan or a permanent deal, and that Everton and Lille are the clubs interested in him, with United wanting to recoup almost all of the money they paid to sign him two years ago from Portuguese giants Porto. Jesse Lingard and Andres Pereira were for a short time back to move to Tottenham Hotspur and Valencia respectively, but nothing more concrete has emerged about the two as of yet. Today, Paul Joyce and Paul Hurst from the Times reported that Everton had made contact for a potential deal for Sergio Romero, who wants to leave Old Trafford, though there have been no discussions between the clubs as of yet. The Argentine seems likely to leave the club after a rumoured move to Aston Villa didn't happen, as the Midlands club instead opted for Arsenal's Emiliano Martinez. So friends, that's all for today. I hope we are able to make you understand about Manchester United's situation with various players and what's going on currently at the club. In the next episode, we will be joined by the renowned Norwegian journalist Jonas Gaver, who will be with us to answer your queries. So make sure to put your questions in the comments when we make a tweet regarding this episode. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to our show so that you don't miss any future ones. We would love to know your feedback and your opinions on today's first ever episode. And make sure to tweet at us or message us on Instagram at either twitter.com slash the United Journal or instagram.com slash the United Journal. We hope to see you all again when we release our next episode. Till then, stay safe, take care, and hopefully we will have one or two more signings by then.